I'm Melissa Torres. And I'm Marmy Leach. And, and this, this is Moving with, with Mel and Marm. Welcome. I'm so glad to be recording with you again. Yes. In our trailer. We need a name for our trailer. I think her name should be like Tammy. <laughs> Tammy. <laughs> Tammy. I'll take it. Something like that. Yeah. I like it. Maybe we'll take some... Um suggestions from the viewers we should take suggestions <laughs> we need to do a tour once maybe next time we'll do a tour and then we can do a poll for what we should name her we can do like an mtv cribs video yeah it's scotty scotty is the official brand name well scotty's so, like a really that would be a really cute name for this trailer yeah yeah so maybe we just decided yeah um it's a lot cooler today so that is great yes, we're not sweating yes but it's also it's not cold yet. It does. The outfits do not suggest the temperature in Texas yet. Yes. We're getting there. Yes. It is um, not sweater weather yet, but it is not melting outside yeah. weather. Good. So what is going on with you, Melissa? Not much. I have a new construction under contract, so that's exciting. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, working on scheduling the builder walkthrough, and um, I always suggest doing a third-party inspection even when it's new construction. Yeah. Um, because new construction is not perfect, so. It is not. I have found that yep. in inspections. Yep. Even great builders, <laughs> yeah. things come up. Yeah. So uh, next week we'll be doing the third-party inspection and the walkthrough, and then the week after that is closing. Well, that is exciting. Yeah, what's um, going on with you? I've got a house under contract, the one I talked about last time where we had, we were, we were really trying to negotiate. It was a long negotiation, more than I have seen in a long time because mm -hmm. the market has really slowed down. So I think there's going to be a lot more negotiation happening, which yeah. was fun. I hadn't done it in so long, mm -hmm. um, but I am super excited for tonight is the... Eras tour movie. Are you going to yes, see it? Yes, I have course. tickets to see it tonight. Okay. Yes, I'm really excited to go to the movie tonight. So I'm like kind of wondering, like, am I going to be like the old person at this theater with a bunch of teenagers? Absolutely not. You don't think so? No, okay. I do not think so. So it'll be fun. Ryan's going with me. Oh, fun. And we're excited. Well, that'll be a good date night. Yeah. Okay, I'm super excited about our topic today. We, our topic today is we are going to give tips on how to hack home buying. Love it. Our first tip is to connect with your realtor sooner than you think you need to. Yes. The reason is because there's a lot of things that you can do to prep yourself in order to be ready for home buying, especially if you're a first time home buyer. Or if you need to sell your home in order to buy. Definitely. Because that does... Whenever you're selling your home and you're trying to buy afterwards, it can be a bit of a cluster. Yeah. You really have to get the stars to line up. So you need to have, um, it's like working two different things, prepping your existing home. And if there's repairs that need to be done or improvements, that might take a little bit longer than you were anticipating. So that's why we suggest reach out to us sooner than later so that we can get you in the best position when you do find that home and you are ready to um, hit the ground running. Yeah. And this is especially true for if you need to get your home sold before you buy. Absolutely. There are some people out there who, let's say their dream home comes across and they can purchase that without 
selling their other home. Maybe they turn it into a rental or maybe they sell it after. Mm-hmm. But for sure, if you need to sell your home before you buy, earlier is key so that we can get a strategy together and really get going um, on that because it can take a while if you're doing repairs and stuff. Right. And when um, when you connect with us, we'll also recommend um, some local lenders that we've worked with in the past that our clients have had great experiences with. Yeah. The lender can give you some tips to create a stronger position for you with lending of like how to increase your credit score or lower your debt to income and in creative ways that you may not have already thought about. Y'all, this is key. Like if you are out there like making like finding a home ready to make an offer and you do not have your lending in place, like we can make it happen, but you're going to be much better well positioned if you have everything in order with your financing prior to like being ready to make an offer. Right. And and you're going to be more competitive too. Absolutely. And you could end up getting a better interest rate um, because there's things like a lender that I work with has a credit simulation and he can tell you, okay, if you pay, you know, this card down a bit or, you know, whatever the situation may be, it could put you in a different um, credit score criteria that could make a difference on your interest rate. And right now that is such a big deal. Yeah, I totally agree. Like anything that you can do to get your rate lower right now, like you should do that. Yes. Um, I have a lender that I work with and she is so good about taking a look at like your entire picture of debt and income and kind of like maneuvering like who should have this debt and who should have like based on like, let's say there's two parties purchasing a home, like your two partners purchasing a home and maybe one is self-employed and the other is W-2 income. Well, that W-2 income person is going to be a lot easier to qualify for a loan. But let's say that W-2 person has a big car payment under their name, under both of your names, but it's a car that you both own. Well, there are ways that you can transfer that loan to the person who's self-employed and then you're and then the W-2 person can just be qualified for the home on their own. Like that's just an example of like what a lender could do to help you get prepared for being the best loan applicant possible. Mm -hmm. And those things take time. So, you know, it if you are finding the home and then you're racing to get pre-qualified, you may not have time to do these creative solutions just to make the deal better for you. Yeah. It's not that it can't happen when we're racing to get things together. We've all had, you know, those races to, to get things done, but there's just things that can put you in a better position. And so hack number two is to come up with your want and need list. And if there's, um, two people, like if you and your partner are going to be purchasing a home together, we suggest doing this separately and then coming together and comparing your list. Well, and what this is going to look like is that you're going to get two pieces of paper and you are going to sit down and you're not going to look at each other's paper. That's, that's very important. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you're going to take a look, take a look at your own paper. Okay. <laughs> and you are going to make a list of your First of all, your needs in a home. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, how many bedrooms do you need and bathrooms? Mm-hmm. Um, do you need a large kitchen? Do you need, do you need a backyard? Maybe you don't want any 
yard to take care of and you want a townhome. So these are your needs. And then you're going to write down your wants below that. Um, and then once you're done, look at them together and see if you have any that are similar or see how different they are. Because I think, especially when there's two people purchasing a home together, I think it's very eye-opening to see that your needs may not have been aligned and how can we like merge these so that we're both getting the needs that we think we need to have in this home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this um, hack is really exploring what your priorities should be. And, um, and that could be different, like, priority if you want to be in the city versus you want to be in the suburbs, you know, prioritizing location over like size of house or price point or whatever. Um, but just really understanding and, and educating yourself on what to expect, what to prioritize, um, and what, you know, the deal breakers on a house should be. Yeah. There's never going to be a house that has everything that you want and need, you know, those, and that's what this, um, time is about is about really exploring okay what are the must-haves and what are the nice-to-haves I had a husband one time who said Marmy there's only there's only one thing I need I want to be able to sit in water while I watch football and I said okay and then he said everything else whatever my wife wants but for me I need to be sitting in water watching football I don't care if it's a pool a hot tub or whatever. I said, okay, we'll make it happen. And we did. So hack number three is whenever you move to a new area, it kind of feels like your life is starting over. So you need to go find out where is the closest Target or Walmart? Where is the closest grocery store to these different areas? You need to start exploring some areas to see what your life is going to look like in that area. Yeah. And I always suggest like go in, walk around the stores, go out to eat, go to the park, really like pretend like you're living there and, you know, try on different neighborhoods to see which ones really feel the best to you. Yeah. Okay. So our question um, for this episode is, would you want a pool in your backyard or no pool? Oh, gosh. That is so hard. I, I'm it's torn so, on it. It's, I'm so torn. It's so hot in Texas. It's so nice to just like have a place to just cool off in your backyard. I think I'm going to have to say no pool for me personally. I I have to say no pool. I just, it's, it's too much maintenance. I, I don't know. I just. So do you think that that's kind of a life stage for you too, since you have two little ones? Or is it just the maintenance part of it? I think it's the maintenance because I like safety is definitely important, but I think there are ways around that. Like Mm -hmm. you can get some really there. They have like a ton of safe products out right now. And if you don't, if you have little kids and you don't have that on your pool, please, please do it. Yeah. Um, But I, I don't know. It just feels like such a commitment to me. And I have a pool that I can go to. Yeah, the pool clubs in Dallas are very popular because it is less expensive to join one than it is to have a pool in your yard. Yeah, and I have dogs, Yeah, and I just feel like they would jump in all the time and, like, make life or, like, bark at the – if I had, like, a gate around it, bark at the gate to, like, get in. Yeah. I just think it would make life 
harder, even though it's supposed to make life easier, at least for me. What about you? So I am team pool. I I do want to pool. Um, I not necessarily in this life stage because even with the safety stuff, it still makes me nervous because my kids are crazy and I feel like they could climb over any type of fence or, you know, I, it just makes me nervous. But, um, one thing is I do, I would only want to pool if I also had grass space. I do not want a backyard that is only pool. Yeah. And that's because I want play space. I want a, you know, we have dogs. And so I want to have space for the dogs to be able to run around. So I guess I lean towards team pool, but I'm not a hundred percent there. Awesome. Well, that is our episode for today. We hope these home buying hacks help you until next time. And don't forget to submit a question or a anonymous homeowner confession.